The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. So, I typically like to ask a question somewhere along the lines of Arnold, what do you do and why? But when you introduce yourself to somebody and you say, hey, I'm with Mission Increase, that could mean a lot of things. <laughs> Mission Increase, what is that? And uh, tell us kind of what that is about, where you're at. The short version really is our tagline is we help ministries grow. So if you think about us as a national organization serving last year about 3,500 nonprofit ministries across the country, that really is why we do what we do is we want to see ministries grow so that they can achieve their mission, their vision, so that ultimately the kingdom grows. So kind of in a nutshell, that's what we do. As a bigger picture, I would say uh, Mission Increase has been around for 25 years with this mission of equipping ministry leaders, helping them to grow in their fundraising and their marketing and communication. We have 25 chapters around the country of which South Carolina is one. And then we also have a national headquarters and then kind of a at-large or national uh, director who gets the folks who aren't in one of our geographical territories. His name is Arnold Kimmins. He is the area director of Mission Increase in South Carolina. You can find them online at mif.org. So speaking of those ge geographical territories, Arnold, you're in the South Carolina region. What uh, What is your reach? How far do you go to help uh, ministries and their increase? Most of the clients that I work with are in the upstate, though recently in 2023, we expanded into the Midlands. So I go to Columbia and serve the ministries there in our workshops, in our coaching Ultimately, we hope to serve all of South Carolina, but right now it's primarily upstate and the Midlands. Okay. Now tell me this. So if a nonprofit, a ministry reaches out to you and says, hey, we need some training for our nonprofit of how to continue to grow, things like that. What does What's kind of the process of, hey, the, the, the first initial phone call or email to this is what training looks like. Is some of this online? Are there in-person trainings they go to, or do you visit them? Kind of walk me through what that kind of looks like. Good. It, it really is all of the above. Our primary first step for most of the ministries is to attend a workshop. We do workshops quarterly. So there we're doing four workshops throughout the year, and these are all free. And that is a way for them to learn some of the basics in the material. First quarter is about major donors. Second quarter is about fundraising events. Third quarter is about marketing or communication. And fourth quarter is about leadership, things like building a fundraising plan, a strategic plan. So typically that's the introduction to to mission increase for most of the leaders is to start by attending a workshop. After the workshop, we also offer coaching. Sometimes that's in a small group setting, but we also do individual one-to-one -one coaching. That can be about the topic of the quarter, 
or it doesn't have to be. It can be about any topic where we have expertise and where we could help them. Okay. Now, you know, don't give away too much here, Arnold, but give, give someone listening a little coaching right now. If they run a nonprofit or they're a part of one and they're in the finance department or fundraising department, of course, especially, but tell them, okay, so end of year's coming up. It's a pretty crazy time for nonprofits as they think about end of year giving as they work with their donors. What kind of coaching would you give that person right now to encourage them as they prep for those last couple of weeks here? The first and probably the most important fact to know about end of the year giving is that done well, many nonprofits will raise as much as 30% of their annual income in that six week period from Giving Tuesday until the end of the year. So it is an important time for for several reasons. Uh, Donors give more at the end of the year. We can unpack that if you want, but it's a fact. And so you need to take end of the year seriously. The days of just writing one long three or four page letter about all that you've done and sending just a final end of the year appeal letter, that's really gone the way these days. Uh, We think about layering. We try to talk to our ministries about using social media, using print, using email, based on their capacity. Not everybody can do all of those things. Not everybody has the full capacity for those things. But you want to have multi-layered communication towards the end of the year so that people see you. They, you want to be visible on the platforms where they are and or email or even using good old fashioned print still has a role to play. Mm. But it's an extremely important time of the year for fundraising. So don't short shift it. Now, tell me this. OK, let's flip the script. Someone who gives to ministries is listening right now and they're trying to narrow down, OK, well, I want to give to this ministry and that one and this one. And they're like, well, I can't. I don't know if I can give to all of them. Uh, What kind of advice would you give to someone who's making a decision on on which ministry to give to this year? And what, what would you say about that? I think the most important thing would be as an individual or as a couple or as a family is to identify what cause or causes or issues you really care about beyond your church or in addition to your church. We see in Scripture the picture of the body. The church is the big capital B body where we all have different parts and different roles to play. I think God also lays different causes on different people. So Braxton, things that you care about or you and your family want to support, those issues are important to you. They may be different for me. And so I think that's the first step I would encourage people who are looking to be generous here at the end of the year is what are the causes that you as a family or as a couple or as an individual care about? Try to identify them. There's some research, uh, you know, resources that you can use. Things like Candid is a website. Charity Navigator is a good website. I particularly like the ECF 
a website because that's the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. These are all places where you can do a little research on ministries or nonprofits in your area or national ones that you might be interested in supporting. You can see things like pull their 990, which is their tax return, learn more about them. I think that's a great first step. You can also visit their website and learn more about them that way. And I really would encourage people to go take a tour if it's the kind of ministry that's local that you can do that. Volunteer with them, get involved, learn from that grassroots what they're all about. Mm so that you really are passionate about the same things that they're passionate about. And I think that's the best way that you can support ministry in wherever you are in the kingdom. Mm. You know, a lot of the organizations that you work with, Arnold, are ministries, and you're kind of talking about that. So end of year giving or any any time of the year giving as as a ministry in a nonprofit trying to raise money to continue to do more ministry, sometimes the confusing aspect of that is how do you keep doing ministry while you're fundraising? So for a nonprofit uh, manager listening, what what kind of advice would you give to that person of saying, hey, yeah, you got to fundraise, but while you fundraise, the ministry continues? So that's a struggle for a lot of ministry leaders, particularly those that are still small, where the ministry leader is wearing so many different hats. Mm-hmm. You're the executive director. You're the fundraising or the development director. You're probably running the programs. You might even be recruiting the volunteers. If that's you, I think that you have to set aside a certain amount of your day devote that to fundraising. And that could be things like spending time making phone calls to current donors or to prospects, setting up appointments, but developing a rhythm where you're devoting a particular time during the day or during the week that you focus on fundraising. Because if not, you'll get so deep in the weeds involved in all the other things that fundraising becomes an afterthought and it's too late in the day or in the week, and then it gets lost. Without the funds, as you you alluded to, without the funds coming in, without the resources, meaning people who are volunteers, without those things, there is no ministry. So you do have to devote a certain amount of time to it. As you get larger, then there comes an opportunity to hire someone to be a part of your team, that that's their full or main responsibility. And I think that's probably the most important hire that you can make as a nonprofit leader is that person who's going to lead your development efforts. Very good. Very good. Again, it's MIF.org to find more about Mission Increase in South Carolina He's Arnold Kimmons, their area director. Arnold, appreciate you joining us today for Community Spotlight and learning a little bit more about what you're doing to help impact ministries right there in the community as they uh, reach out to more people about uh, Jesus and what he can do in their lives. So, Arnold, thank you for what you're doing, and thanks for joining us today. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me. 
You can check out previous episodes of Community Spotlight on your phone. Did you know that? You can download the Light FM app. It's free download. It's your favorite app store, and you can find the podcast tab there. Community Spotlight is available for you. Also, special thanks to Turner Business Appraisers. They're located in Matthews, North Carolina. They're the sponsor of Community Spotlight, and you can find more about them at turnerbusiness.com. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight, covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.